Welcome back to the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Earth, a podcast dedicated to exploring the latest advancements in sustainability and how we can work together to create a more resilient future. I'm your host Namrita and I'm thrilled to be on this journey with you. Ever since we started our podcast around 3 months ago, we've had the wonderful opportunity to speak with people doing incredible work in different areas of sustainability, be it technological advancements in the water industry or the role of youth movements towards combating the climate crisis. recycling of multi-layered plastics or the dangers of toxic forever chemicals but one thing that we haven't done yet is take you through what it is that we do here at kapoxid at the core of kapoxid is our innovation platform where we connect those working on sustainable innovation with brands corporates accelerators policymakers and funders to bring new ideas and technologies from niche to norm and of course we also host this podcast But to tell you more about what Kapoxid is all about and what it aims to do, I'm thrilled to welcome back the founder of Kapoxid, Ms. Radhika Kaningati. An environmental engineer by education, Radhika has around two decades of experience in environment and sustainability and solving on-the-ground environmental issues, working for organizations in India and the US like Terry, Argyam and the US EPA. She has worked extensively on integrated urban water management models, rural water and sanitation and household water security. She also has significant experience in air quality management. She's passionate about innovation and has created go-to markets for innovations in research institutes. She currently heads the engineering and product development in air pollution control at a green tech startup called Devikot where she heads R&D and product development for their flagship product called Pure Skies which mitigates ambient air pollution. She's also the founder of Kapoxid Innovation Platform as you know a platform that encourages innovation in environmental sustainability. She's also a certified CrossFit for Kids trainer and enjoys high altitude trekking. Welcome back to the podcast ma'am. I'm so excited that we can do this. Thank you Namrata it's of course a pleasure So to start off could you please take our audience a little bit through your journey as an environmental professional and how has it all like working at multiple organizations be it in India and the US how has it all kind of culminated into starting Kapoxid So uh, when I got into this field nearly 20 years ago sustainability was kind of unheard of by most people um environmental engineering i mean of course people knew about the environment but they all wondered why i was kind of getting into this field um but i think my passion really stemmed from some of the news that i uh, had read or some of the articles that i had read about these environmental disasters uh like chernobyl and bhopal gas tragedy and just just the sheer impact of the, that these tragedies have had on on people and i guess i just wanted to learn more about you know what it takes to reduce uh, the impact of human activities on the environment and that's kind of why i did engineering as opposed to science uh, where science is mostly about ecology but engineering is about uh, solutions and um, uh, this journey kind of took me through as you said water management water and sanitation waste management air pollution control and really gave me a chance to kind of work on the ground uh, both on on the ground problems as well as policy and regulations and um through this all i think i've come across like innovations in the space and um every time i did it sort of sparked in me this really this excitement that you know we could really come up with the uh, uh, real solutions uh, for these problems 
for the, uh, over the last uh, couple of years or actually maybe uh, three four years i have seen a huge uh, play of technology in the sustainability field and that has kind of been a game changer i think in terms of uh, just allowing these solutions to scale i mean i think it's just much easier to scale because earlier the solutions were more process based uh, which uh, which are great i mean you know of course and they and we found fantastic solutions but they just took longer to uh, sort of scale and with the technology inclusion in it um, there's uh, it's just it mind blowing i mean there's just so much of uh, 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 opportunity to scale and that's when i said you know this is something when we have these great solutions happening at you know in their niche areas uh, we really need to kind of bring this out in the open showcase it and um, you know kind of i wanted to just really play a role in you know help scaling these innovations and that's how capoxid was born awesome awesome yeah and as you kind of mentioned uh, how you know this has created an opportunity there's, there's been a lot of opportunity for people to scale their ideas um and of course there are a lot of ideas that we're talking about you know there's so many people in across sectors talking about sustainability they're coming up with ideas to the climate crisis but how do you think that they can take something that's just a very you know initial idea and turn it into something that may be more scalable and even commercially successful and how do you feel like how important of a role do you feel collaboration would play in you know in this journey of converting something from an initial idea to something that's successful commercially um so uh, actually collaboration is a key and i'd, I'd like to kind of uh, go back to you know um this is author culture free west and he wrote a book on scaling where he applied nature's laws uh, of scaling to cities and uh, what he found was very interesting what he found was um while you know kind of cities followed nature's law for the most part when it came to creativity and innovations uh, cities demonstrated something called super linear scaling so uh, what that really means is a creative professional living in a city that was 10 times larger than its neighbor wasn't just 10 times more creative they were 17 times more creative so uh, oh, therefore okay. a person kind of collaborating with 50 people is exponentially more creative than a person collaborating with five and this is actually actual research numbers that he did and and so which yeah. is what uh, which is kind of i come back to the point of why collaboration is so important right i mean so when you start collaborating with people magic happens and um, i think there cannot be enough uh, ecosystem enabling platforms to really help the scale right so um, there are uh, in the it field several such platforms that have come up which uh, and we've seen this huge burst of startups and you know, innovations in the it sector right and i think uh, in the environment sector uh, that that's something i don't i kind of want to replicate right take from something that you just said which was you know create creation of an ecosystem enabling platform how how do you kind of synthesize that you know because that is it's not easy to scale an idea it requires capital and mentorship you need a customer base you need so many different brains working together at so many levels but how do you synthesize that into an ecosystem and how can an ecosystem enabling platform then play a role in doing that yeah absolutely right i think in terms of you know ideas ideas are dime a dozen but what you really need is to 
turn that idea into an innovation. Now that step is a zero to one, right? And then scaling that innovation and actually taking it to the market, that's a one to N, right? So, so one, uh, when, when, as, as an in innovator, one needs to first work on getting that idea into uh, an actual product or an innovation, right? And then that is just the beginning of uh, his or her journey because that's when, uh, in order to take it from one to N, is when you need the capital and the customers and the, uh, you know, kind of I need pilot studies and things like that, right? So, and that is kind of what we're trying to do in this ecosystem. So, uh, I would like to say we would, you, what Kapoxid wants to do is to play a role in both the zero to one and the one to N. When, so if you, if you have an idea, like, so, so we kind of look at research institutes or, you know, uh, where they where really good research is happening and see if that, those uh, ideas are something that can be applied to on the ground problems, to solve on the ground problems, right? So that's a zero to one. So you try to take the research and trying to uh, sort of help them make it into a product. And then the okay. one to N, where you sort of connect them to, uh, you know, pilot studies, you connect them to capital, right? So the, the, these kind of, uh, I mean, this kind of uh, ecosystem sort of uh, is, will be designed to sort of enable that. And um, that's, I think, that is what Capoxid uh, is uh, uh, sort of based upon. And that's what we want to do uh, as we try to grow this uh, uh, ecosystem uh, to sort of help startup scale. Right, right. And how do you kind of, the people that you might need to create such an ecosystem, like how do you find the right skill sets and the right people? How has that journey been like for you in terms of, you know, building a team that you can work with and you can trust and in and, and all aspects, you know, in terms of recognizing startups or funders or investors yeah. at all kind of skills? So I, I think actually um, it's... Um, the, the ecosystem is out there. I think um, uh, whereas where there were uh, very few investors earlier who were investing in um, in uh, impact startups, uh, especially in the environment space, uh, you see today there are a lot more. Now, when I still say a lot more, there are, I mean, uh, I think there is still that hesitation because investors are still trying to find out where their sweet spot is because they do need, they are interested to invest in impact startup, but at the same time, they need their return. So I think they're just trying, yeah. still trying to figure out that sweet spot. But um, but I do see a lot of uh, a lot of traction in the space. Um, in terms of mentors, I think there are so many mentors out there who are willing to really uh, spend their time and you know, help startups uh, scale. And as far as corporates go, with the latest um, ESG guidelines and this whole net zero movement and the COP2627 this highlighting all these issues, I think corporates are feeling immense pressure and also they are uh, also realizing that they need to start uh, restructuring their own DNA to integrate sustainability into their, uh, into their strategy. So I think um, um, there's a huge amount of opportunity in this space for um, startups to scale and I think uh, we hope to really build a platform for them. 
in your experience as an environmental professional over the last say 15 years what do you feel is the gap in the market today with respect to sustainable innovation and what advice would you have to any young listener who may want to take an actionable step towards achieving net zero they may, they might have an idea for a startup but they don't really know where to get started and you know how to go about the entire process um i think today there is a huge opportunity to make an impact right i mean uh, i am sure even you know anybody can see you know what kind of uh, environmental degradation is happening right and so there's there's a huge opportunity to make an impact uh my um, the two pieces of advice i would have for anybody who's really eager to uh, sort of make a difference um is to choose the right problem to solve uh, because as i said there is a, there are a lot of problems but you choose the right problem where uh, one you can really make an impact two that impact is is uh, actually felt i mean right you, you can actually um, uh, sort of scale that uh, impact right so yeah. first choose the right problem to solve and then the solution should be as simple as possible i think you know the more complex you make it the harder it is to scale the harder it is to sell so yeah i find as simple a solution as possible and that and the solution that has a direct impact right and i feel like once you have these two in place it is just a matter of time before it scales right and as i mentioned before um investors are again getting interested but uh, when you when they look at a problem that can be easily solved and the impact that that solution will have i think that that's uh, that makes it a lot easier for them to decide on whether they want to invest in your in your solution or not right so um so i think um, you know that that would be my advice really to just um um Uh, understand understand the uh, ecosystem understand what problem you want to solve and find a simple solution and as i said you know today is better than yesterday and tomorrow will be better than today yeah absolutely yeah and i like what you said about how you know it's it's really about finding the right problem and then coming up with a simple solution because i feel like sometimes we get tricked into believing that like because this is such a global crisis and a global challenge that we need very global complex level solutions but in fact sometimes these solutions are very simple and very local to your context and to the problem that you're trying to solve so yeah thank you so much uh, uh with that we come to the end of this week's episode we hope that this has helped you better understand what we do here at capoxy and how we, you can take your first steps towards becoming a successful creator of sustainable innovation thank you so much for joining us ma'am thank you so much And for our audience, don't worry, you'll be hearing a lot more from Siradika Kanangati in the future podcast episodes. Please join us on this learning experience and subscribe to our podcast on your preferred streaming platform so you don't miss out on our upcoming episodes on similar topics. And while you're at it, do check out our website, www.kapoxy.com, Instagram and Twitter handles. Hope you have a pleasant experience being on board with us as we discuss uncomfortable topics for a comfortable future. Thank you.